Good evening, guys. Had a bit of issues this morning trying to record this episode. Forgot to do a swipe instead of a hold down and talk for about 10 minutes and, uh, yeah, nothing was recorded. But anyway, we've figured this bad boy out now. So what I was talking about this morning was, I guess, a bit of my background and how I've got to where I am right now. So pretty much finished my high school, got a job in the quarry industry, shoveling sand, just making a bit of dollars before I went overseas to New Zealand for a couple of weeks while the transition between year 12 and university. So I did that for about two months, did my holiday, got back ended up getting a job with a contractor doing fixed plant maintenance. While I was at university, I was doing electrical engineering, specialising down the biomedical side, just because my work experience, I'd spent a few months with a biomed engineer and that really piqued my interest. When I did some research, found out probably wasn't looking like it was going to be the type of work that I would enjoy later in my life. While I was doing the maintenance job with a contractor in the quarry industry, worked many sites throughout Victoria, learnt heaps, probably should have got a boilermakers slash fittest apprenticeship done at the same time, never really looked into it kind of regret it at the moment but at the end of the day all that being said I know what I'm doing when I get my hands dirty welding oxy cutting yada yada so I did my four years uni finished that up went overseas for 10 months unbelievable time also it was an unbelievable time at uni if you get the opportunity and you still don't know what you sort of want to do with your life, my recommendation is get into something that you could possibly see yourself doing. You get to meet a lot of awesome people. You can do a lot of dumb stuff at uni, get away with it. Shit, you've only wasted four years of your life. At the end of the day, if you meet some good people, the networking side that you can create at university will set you up for life because those people you'll keep in contact with and you never know where you end up they'll end up in a different field and hey 10 years down the track all of a sudden you call upon them for a bit of a hand here there everywhere so the Europe trip I'll go into that a bit more throughout these podcasts it was life altering some of the stuff I did saw people I met changed my whole outlook on life and how the world works very very sheltered in Australia is all I can say so got back from overseas went back to work with my contractor He kept me tied over for a couple of months and then 
back then, over six years ago now, in the quarry industry, it was who you knew, not what you knew. Like a lot of industries, these things are starting to change. HR departments are getting involved. People aren't as well connected anymore. People don't want to vouch for people. So it's losing that close-knit community, I'd say, looking at it. Anyway, got my job. Got a bit of a leg up because of the people I knew. So I was doing operational improvement. Awesome role. Learned heaps. Did heaps at the time, I thought. Looking after gaining capital from the company to then improve fixed plant performance, um, making sure that the managers on those sites then also keeping their paperwork up to check and then any smaller improvement opportunities, implement whatever they had suggested, workers had suggested, get it going, just make shit happen. That was a better two-year role. Then there was a bit of a change in pace. I was then elected to go into the laboratories as a technical officer, they called it. To be honest, it then changed my whole game in the quarries. Learning what rock is and what it's used for was the most valuable thing I think I did. I was in the in the laboratory for nine months, ten months, and what I learnt is invaluable. The stuff I can do and the stuff I can get away with now and know is priceless. Oh, there's people there, they'll scratch their brain and I'll give them an answer just like that, just by looking at a grading or looking at the material itself. So I'll never ever see that 10 months as a, an, a blip. It was the most beneficial, beneficial thing I could have done for myself. After that, went over to a little country town, Colac, southwest Victoria as a supervisor and that's where I started cutting my bread the plant very old 30 years old no automation all push button start stop DOL drives great fun brought the running effectiveness or your KPIs from running down in the low 50% we got it up to High 70s, low 80s. So massive turnaround for that site. Just by little little implementations of very basic Quarry 101 stuff. I'll go into that a bit more in, throughout the podcast series. There for about 18 months, nearly two years. And then moved into sand. Stepped up become a production manager that was a great time I was there for uh, 15 months I think it was all up had an unbelievable manager 
let me do what he knew I could do and had an absolute ball doing it looking after all aspects of the quarry from pit development to waste disposal maintenance maintenance planning production, production planning budgeting, forecasting I was doing a lot he just helped out on the financial side where I was struggling a little bit because I was learning it. Also, there was an opportunity, well, we had a new system implemented, a mud processing plant built, so we got the opportunity to commission that, which meant that we had to deal with the contractor that built it, then he was the so-called expert, because he was the one that built it and runs them, and he'd never seen it once we'd got it running one of those mud presses he's built five times I believe and we had got it singing to something he'd never ever seen before so for us to do that I thought was a massive achievement just by using very basic engineering principles mechanical principles if it ain't working fix that don't start looking at something else because it might be that if it's that thing fix it then moved up to sunny Gold Coast. Got married, an opportunity come up for us to move from Victoria. I'm a Victorian through and through. So took a massive leap of faith, jumped in the deep end by moving up to the Gold Coast. Man, the missus. All I can say was it was an experience. And as I mentioned in the very first podcast what this is all about, it is about, one, the quarries, where I see quarry, the industry going, but also management and leadership. This has become a very passionate subject of mine, I think, and that's in the last two years purely because of what I've seen and what's been done. All I can say was it's the worst management leadership style I've ever seen in my career. I know it's only a short career. I'm grateful for it because now I know what a shit manager looks like. We'll get into that a lot more. I'm just glad that I've experienced it. I wish it upon nobody. But I think sometimes you've just got to experience it to understand for yourself what not to do. Like you may have got your own style of managing or leading a team of people. But until you experience a bad one, you sometimes don't know if that's the path you're taking or if that's the path a company is pushing you down. But I... uh, 100% take it as a blessing in disguise the company I'm working for now has been unbelievable I've been there just on three months and just the change going from a corporation to a small independent just to see 
a decision just happens like that just click your fingers it happens like there's no asking six people for an okay decision it happens because at the end of the day time is money if a machine's broken down that shit's just got to get fixed so there's a bit of a brief history of my life in quarries we'll dive deeper into each individual role that I sort of did and also then dive and get into the juicy stuff I think is the leadership management side of it there's been a, I've been doing a whole lot of reading about it a heap of videos um, podcasts that I've been listening to we'll get into each of those just to share I guess my opinions on it all if you've got any questions you want to questions about the quarry industry or what I've seen done feel free to ask more than happy to answer them and I'll give 100% honest feedback on it all this is a no bullshit type podcast I'm not going to fluff it up but I just want to get to the fucking the nuts and bolts of shit so thanks for listening guys and I'll talk to you on the flip side